chances are if you're in sales, you've heard a prospect say, you're too expensive. Most salespeople, when they hear you're too expensive, defend the price of their sale. Like a mother bear defends its young by saying something like this. I understand how you feel. Most people felt we were too expensive at first also, but what they found was that we have a ROI that is a no-brainer. Responses like these destroy trust because prospects know you're putting your best interest. Of course you think the ROI is a no-brainer. You have a vested interest. You have commission breath. You're trying to control the prospect to say yes. And whenever you try to control people, they feel the pressure. And whenever people feel pressure, they enter the zone of resistance. The zone of resistance is a reflex reaction to being controlled. Nobody likes being controlled. Tell someone that they should drink less wine and they end up drinking even more wine. Telling people what to do often backfires. The other problem with trying to control people is that price might not be the real issue. Price could be a smokescreen for other concerns. Prospects say your price is too high as a way to get you off the phone and to end the conversation because it's awkward and they don't know how to end the conversation in a polite way. It's the same reason why you might tell your friend you're not feeling well and you can't come to their party, but you are feeling well. You just don't want to be the bearer of bad news, so you tell a white lie. Prospects tell white lies all the time for the same reason. It's awkward sometimes to say what's really on your mind, especially around salespeople who have a vested interest in pushing you forward. You're too expensive could also mean that they don't have enough money for a lump sum payment. It could mean that they don't have enough money at all. It could also mean that the problem that they're trying to solve is perceived as being less expensive than the price you're asking. People live with problems all the time. I have a pixel out on my TV in the back bedroom. It's a problem. But I rarely watch that TV, and when I do, I barely notice the pixel, so I'm not going to replace my TV because I have limited resources. So do you, so do your prospects, so does everyone. You're too expensive could also mean that the price is high relative to what they're currently paying or that the price is high compared to another solution they're looking at. So what you need is an approach to help you understand what too expensive means. So that way you can treat the cause rather than treating the symptom. In other words, you need an approach to help you get to more truth. Without truth, there can't be a transaction. So what I want to share with you today is a philosophy for letting go of control and shifting from controlling people to understanding people. Shifting from deciding for people to letting other people decide for themselves. This is an actual transcript that I had with a real prospect. So the prospect told me, you're too expensive. And the first thing I did in my mind was I wanted to make sure that price was the real objection that they didn't have any other concerns. So I simply said this after pausing for a couple beats. Sounds like price is your only concern. Chris Voss calls this labeling. Labeling is a magical technique to get to more truth. The interesting thing about labeling is that if you're incorrect, if you mislabel, the prospect will correct you. That's because people love correcting other people, but they don't like being corrected. So a lot of times I say, sounds like price is your only concern or sounds like price is the only thing holding you back and the prospect unloads. Well, actually, we're not looking to do anything this quarter or you have it in red and we want it in black or 
we don't have a budget for this. And now you're starting to peel the onion back. You're starting to get to the real truth, which has absolutely nothing to do with the price. See the difference there? You're not treating the symptom now. You're starting to get to the cause. So in this case, I said, sounds like price is your only concern. And the prospect said, it is. And then I said this. Seems like you have a specific number in mind. Again, this is labeling, and it gets you more information. So I was charging $10, let's say, and the prospect said, the most we can pay is eight and you're 10. See, I'm getting some more information. I'm getting the truth. I'm peeling the onion. And I'm gonna take another educated guess. So I said this. Sounds like you saw a similar sales trainer for less. Again, that's labeling. I'm trying to see if they're comparing my price to a competitor. Price is relative. It's not high or low. It's only high or low compared to something else, either a competitor or someone they've paid in the past or their current solution. And they said, that's right. Lisa Jones sales training is $8 and you're 10. The next thing I wanted to know is, well, why didn't you choose them then if they're less money? But I can't say, why didn't you choose them? Because that sounds confrontational. The word why can put people on the defensive. It's like you're being lectured by your parents. Why didn't you clean your room? Why didn't you finish your homework? So instead, I said this in a calm voice. Would it be wrong to assume you're going to go with them? Would it be wrong to assume... That's what Chris Voss calls a no-orientated question. No feels safer because salespeople are always trying to get prospects to say yes. So prospects have become a little cautious about being led into a yes trap. So would it be wrong to assume feels a little more safe? The prospect subconsciously thinks, well, no, it's not wrong to assume that. So again, prospect says, Lisa Jones training is $8 and you're 10. Pause for a couple beats and said, So would it be wrong to assume you're going to go with them? From there, the prospect said, well, we might. There are a few other trainers we're looking at, but our team really wants you. And I responded by saying this. Clearly, your team has good taste. I mean, not that I'm biased or anything. I think humor is one of the best ways to lower the zone of resistance, especially if you're poking fun at yourself or you're saying something that's obviously not true. And then I asked a question to put the onus on the prospect to solve their own problem rather than me solving it for them. Notice a pattern here. It's a shift from trying to control people to letting other people be in control. It's the opposite of the traditional sales approach. Chris Voss calls this a calibrated question. So here's what I said from the beginning. Clearly your team has good taste. Not that I'm biased or anything. Chuckle, chuckle, chuckle. How are you going to decide? And then I just shut my mouth. And the prospect said, well, we need to think about it. Now you understand what too expensive means. From there, you can explore if the prospect is making an apples to apples comparison. Perhaps you can change functionality or service or the number of licenses or scope to reduce the price. Or if the prospect hasn't made up their mind, which is a natural part of the buying journey, rather than trying to control them, rather than trying to talk them into why you're the greatest, simply drop back and give them some space to make up their own mind. Here's what I said. Seems like it would make sense to hit the pause button until you meet with the other trainers. If they don't work out and you feel I might be able to help, we can talk again. 
and there was a pause for what seemed like an eternity until the prospect said, let me see if I can find more budget. And the opportunity closed a few weeks later. The takeaway, knowing how to get to more truth is a good skill to master. Don't fight the resistance, join the resistance. Verbal Aikido.